Welcome to the Hotel Analyst podcast. Uh, you join Andrew Sengster, the editorial director of Hotel Analyst, and me, Chris Bound, the editor at Hotel Analyst, as we talk. Well, we normally talk about three issues that have kind of come up and uh, we've we've covered in the last week or so that have taken our interest. But let's face it, as we record this on the 17th of March 2020, there is one overwhelming issue that has taken lots of our attention and is taking the attention, we suspect, of pretty much all of you who listen to this podcast. And that, of course, is coronavirus and its impact on uh, our, our business, our lives and so much more so um let's start by talking about that andrew you you put together a piece looking at how long you thought the impact might be on the sector um so i think you want to have a little chat about that to begin with yeah yeah i mean th this was based on um well everybody's become a, suddenly an expert scientific expert with this which is a bit dangerous given that all have got uh, an a-level in physics um so well of course this is the curse <laughs> this, this is the curse of the news journalists it is a fast moving and fast evolving story as well yeah. so we're bound to be behind before too long <laughs> so yeah so th with with all the caveats about being you know this is the non-expert interpretation of the experts um but there was very good expert document put out um, by Imperial College which is part of the University of London and this by all accounts is what caused the UK government to do what is effectively a handbrake turn on its previous policy. Um, so what, what the government had been planning on doing uh, was to kind of mitigate the event, um, the impact of the COVID-19 um, coronavirus um, and, and it's had to change that quite radically so the uk prime minister boris johnson um in his colorful language talked about flattening the sombrero which is basically flattening the peak of the epidemic to enable the the health service to cope but what this study from imperial college showed was that there was no chance of that doing that without huge numbers of um, additional deaths which just just weren't um, you know a, a, no government really could face that so they've had to get resort to a completely different strategy um, which is the one which other many other european countries have adopted which is one of a, an attempt to um, suppress contain if you like so we'd sort of adopted this mitigation idea which i think the dutch government had similarly um tried to do which is that you know l let the epidemic grow gradually out there in in the population and we'd build up a herd immunity unfortunate term um and then you know th 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 then it would fade out um that strategy would have been distressing enough i think uh that would have taken us probably into the autumn of this year um, but it would have um, enabled business to resume and everybody's lives to resume as normal um, by the autumn but the reality is this this virus is so virulent um it's so infectious that the government's just been not it has had to abandon that strategy in in face of the new scientific evidence coming out the new modeling of how the epidemic will spread um research led by um um by this this paper that by imperial college so is um, it no longer a sombrero 
<laughs> well, <laughs> it's, 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 well the, the, the only realistic option was to flatten it down to sort of pancake-like. Um, to French that, beret. Yes, yes, okay, I like right. it. The French beret, I like it. That's very good, Chris. Um, yes, from sombrero to, to beret. Um, but uh, And it, it just means we've got to just shut everything down, and that's what's happened, and that's what happened um, earlier this week. Um, the if government effectively signalling the end of the hospitality business as we know it in the UK. Now, this has already happened in France, in, in Germany, in Italy, in Spain. Um, it's now here in in the UK. Um, it's um, basically everything's shut. Bar at the moment, bizarrely, universities are still open. But I suspect once the students get back um, home for the Easter holidays, they won't be coming back for the summer term. Um, and we'll see how schools do. There's a particular issue with schools in that many of the healthcare workers. There's a huge impact on healthcare workers if you if you don't keep the schools open because they just can't come into work because they've got to look after their kids. Um, so there's a bit of a um, mixed view on the healthcare, uh, on the schools piece for the healthcare workers. But the the basis of this is that what they're trying to do now is total suppression. But the problem with this is if you try and seal it in, as soon as you unlock it, it just we have another huge peak again. So and and really the what back to is the whole modelled. Well, it is. It yeah. is. So you've, you've got lots of smaller sombreros, if you like, <laughs> popping along. Um, so they open it up a bit, then you get the sombrero, then they stomp on it again. Um, and so it looks like how the, the Imperial College modelled a scenario where you sort of had one month off um, from, you know, rural release to go back into pubs and bars and what have you, then two months on um, of not being allowed to go back into pubs and bars. I mean, it's just, it's you know, it's not going to work like that. It can't work like that. Um, it's going to be a disaster. So um, you know, it, it's going to be, a dis you know, and it does look like we're going to be locked down like this until we have something which actually finally defeats this virus, which is a vaccine, which is probably 18 months away. Probably by the time it's, produced in enough quantities and delivered out there is going to take us into um, we're going to be running up to christmas 2021 which is a terrifying prospect but that that does look the strategy that our government the french government the german government the italian government the spanish government this is the strategy they're employing and they're not telling everyone you know but there's some some of them are saying a month i think belgium they're only saying two weeks i mean it's absurd because it's going to be months and months and months at the very least and i suspect it's going to run into a year you know at least a year uh, and beyond that we're going to have this level of shutdown um and of course you know it's it's effectively closing pubs restaurants bars um it's closing virtually shutting all hotels not quite all but just about all and it's an extraordinary situation this isn't a situation in which trading as um there's a downturn in trading or a very sharp down in downturn in trading this is almost elimination of trading um and it, it's truly terrifying i mean you know if you look back at previous um uh episodes where we've had this kind of reduction things like sars that only lasted for a few months i mean it caused utter devastation this has the potential for 
for much longer period so it then it brings us to you know what we're what's going on um in terms of you know measures to support the industry and what the government is doing um and and it well it just doesn't look like we've got anywhere near enough so i i, I think for some industries if you look across you know industries which are going to be able to carry on in some form the the interest rate cuts the quantitative easing the the reductions in business rates all of this stuff is probably going to help and the business loans that are out there probably help these businesses last long enough to come back but it ain't going to be enough for the hospitality sector because the, the government's talked about keeping employees on the books and it's talked about um, um, some degree of um, business rates relief well that, that, that's just not enough um, you know if you've got a dirty great big loan out on your restaurant or your hotel who's paying that how's that going to be paid now what's the now the government in this is the uk government has said there are further measures up its sleeve and it is going to have to have some very significant further measures up its sleeve because these these loans will have to be at the very least rolled up but how how and where and in, in what form um because in in the end you see most of these hotels and bars and restaurants etc they just ain't going to be worth staying open um so they will shut down the staff will be let go and there's going to be a very big problem um and you know it's such a fast moving situation we just don't know the shape or nature of 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 what's gonna you know happen i, I think there's gonna be much much more in the way of government support help and relief but what about all the contract workers who are out there um who rely on this stuff um that there's going to be no help direct as far as we can see right now for them um, and even if you look at what the French government's doing again it's organized around loans so if we look at the the UK solution it was saying like £25,000 cash um, for small hospitality businesses but that ain't going to keep them going for very long um, there just isn't enough um, there um, quite what the solution is i don't know but you know I, I think one of the solutions is what they have done in the past say for the farming industry if we look at agriculture look at the level of support that's that's been offered to that industry in the past say with foot and mouth disease um it will it, it, it was completely um effectively rescued by the government and they just had enormous levels of handouts i mean already there i mean half of the every pound generated by the, the agricultural industry half of it comes directly from government in one form or another through loan through um subsidy i mean you know the hospitality industry when it's back up and running doesn't need any government support right now it needs huge amounts and it, there has to be some some radical rethinking here i think um but my hope is that, i mean the government said it's it's, it's going to consult the sector more widely on that hospitality was specifically talked about along with the airline industry i think the government's aware of it um I kind of hope that the government might think a little bit about some people like say maybe us who organize events in the industry because we you know we've effectively seen a huge amount of our business cancelled um, and a lot of event organizers out there they've just they're, they're going to be wiped out by this um, what sort of response we're we going to get from the government for that you know I'm, I'm sitting here as a business owner and I you know I, I'm kind of wondering how long I've got here 
because um, it, it's it's not at all clear and it, it's a very difficult and terrifying situation well let's move on then to something a little bit <laughs> more uh positive for the hotel industry at large um we've been taking a look at uh, what's going on in the sharing economy space uh recently uh well airbnb as ever is throwing up a, a number of headlines in various directions uh and also um hostmaker uh, one of the support businesses that kind of grew up around the whole sharing economy space and home rental space has recently been forced to go into administration in the UK. Uh, this is a business that uh, back in 2018 looked like it was doing quite nicely because they, they were alongside Marriott doing a, a pilot project to help Marriott or decide whether Marriott was going into some kind of home rental business. Um, but uh, that obviously didn't work out well for them. They're, they are demised. Um, and Airbnb is facing other challenges, uh, not least in Holland, where the authorities there have decided that they cannot be taking a commission from both sides of a transaction. Um, potentially, they're a big, big dollop of money they're going to have to hand back to renters there. Um, and, of course, the much-promised IPO will be suffering... Uh, as a result of the whole coronavirus upset of the markets as well. So, um, uh, Andrew, you, you've got a you feel this is kind of like a uh, a situation where the markets found its level, perhaps the sharing economy. Well, I wouldn't say I don't know if we found the level yet, but I, I certainly think this is there's been an awakening about the reality of the sharing economy. It's been talked about how it's going to sweep aside the hospitality industry as we know it. Um, anything but, I think, is the reality. Um, certainly, it's culturally it's had a huge impact, but in terms of business, no, it, 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 it's and I think Airbnb now is morphing into a straightforward. Um, um, aggregator um, which is focused actually much more on the demand side selling that demand to the supply side the, the hotels and hosts in their case um, that puts them dr directly against booking holdings the biggest player in this area puts them against Expedia and puts them against C-Trip. So what you've got in effect here is, it, it, which is good news I would suggest for suppliers, um, i.e. hoteliers and other accommodation business owners, in that you've got significant competition amongst four big platforms and that's going to help drive down commission levels and we've seen that we've seen that over the last couple of years so you know we have seen commissions go up um just you know beyond well in fact in the old days of the merchant model it was 30 even 40 percent plus um that came right down with booking holdings when they started looking at the agency model that came down to the 20s the mid 20 percents um and now it very few hoteliers need to be spending much more than 14 15 percent for the really big um, chains and and actually some not so big chains they've negotiated great deals which uh, pushing the single digits in terms of commission and actually if you're pushing that that costs probably more money if you add up how much you have to spend with google and everything else to get a booking directly um, onto your own hotel website than if you actually take it from a from one of these agencies one of these intermediaries so i, I think that's a huge shift in market power that's gone on over the last few years and of course booking or well, booking and, if and you, uh, expedia are both gazing at their own navels at the moment anyway aren't they and and deciding what they want to yeah, be yeah expedia 
yeah Expedia much more so with the sacking of its CEO and CFO and Barry Diller coming back in the mm. chairman sort of take up the reins and I think he made quite clear on the Q4 results conference uh, call that he's not going anywhere fast and they're not really looking for a CEO to come in and push him aside I think he's very much hands-on at the minute um, and yeah I mean from Airbnb's point of view the Verbo thing the VRBO brand um, has had essentially a, a troubled um, uh, year or two um, and it's only really just treading water um, it, it, they seem to be indicating that the home away brand which we know in Europe which is and this is for all the non-hotel accommodation they've got they're showing that 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 could be you know could well be facing the chop they didn't directly say that although barry diller had some very unkind things to say about home away as a brand saying how useless it was etc <laughs> etc um but um so that does kind of imply where that where that is going um for for booking holdings um though they have continued to be to see real growth on their non-hotel accommodation side so in 2019 it grew 14 percent um it's 21 percent of their overall revenue now and they've got 6.3 million listings on their website this makes them the you know easily a match for airbnb um and they're actually in many ways they're they're much um wider offerings i mean booking now is also going into um, flights um, and as airbnb has been playing with but i think booking has relationships with accommodation businesses which generate much higher levels of profit because clearly dealing with a 200 room hotel takes barely any more time than dealing with say a one bedroom apartment but that 200 room hotel is going to generate far far more in 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 terms of commission and from and that it gives booking a huge edge um, over Airbnb, which is only just moving into the um, accommodation side. And they, frankly, they they missed the opportunity. Maybe five years ago, had Airbnb said, "Look, we've got this fantastic." platform now of um lots of accommodation let's add the hotels onto it give them a bargain basement commission get them all on quickly because that that's when there was a huge differential between um airbnb and booking and expedia's commission levels if they'd really gone for it uh, i think there was a possibility of airbnb becoming the platform but they've missed that they're not going to be that I, I and and you know their big success is that they were able their secret source if you like they were able to go onto um you know out there and, and collect bookings directly without people having to pay google huge amounts of money um so you know the booking spends 5 billion us a year with google expedia spends the same now booking is already at about 50 percent of its bookings coming directly from its website without going via one of these search engines such as google it's nearly all google um so that means it's got it's got is getting a decent bit of leverage there against google and and against airbnb um and airbnb's opportunity has gone I, my forecast is it will have to list um it doesn't need to raise new money but it's got a list because it's got so many of its early staff of options they need to give them an exit they need to give some early stage investors an exit and so listing is the the most sensible way to do that but i think it's um 
going to be in a very very significantly reduced price that we were talking about maybe maybe it might might be just that the airbnb can't do it at all and something some other corporate event has to happen maybe they have to take a sale i don't know we'll see um but i i, th I think it's it's um the the days when we thought the industry was going to disappear to um airbnb are, are long gone and on that happy note for you hoteliers out there we'll say goodbye for now <laughs>